the OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Hey, it's Cannon. Welcome to OHP Uncut. Today, we've got Gracie Abrams, and we're super excited to have her on. Now, if you watch this interview, you may say, why didn't Cannon mention her famous father? There's, <laughs> there's two reasons. Number one, every other interviewer is probably asking about that. I don't want you to be flipping through YouTube, finding Gracie Abrams interviews, and it's all the same questions. We try to do things different. Number two, I want to keep the focus on her as an artist, as a human being, as an individual, and as someone that you may be a serious, serious fan of. That's who this video, that's who this interview is for. So if you are a serious fan, share it. I hope you love the questions. We talk about songwriting, her method, of course, uh, touring with Taylor Swift. If you like this channel, and we really, really hope you do, uh, click subscribe, and that'll automatically enter you to win a virtual meet and greet with your favorite artist today. Uncut with Gracie Abrams on OHP. Let's go. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. And there is Gracie, uh, apparently still in bed. Not bad couch. I just, um, I'm, I'm not, I swear to God, not bad look. <laughs> I don't care. I've had people join me from weirder places. I'll say aye, that. Aye, aye. Yeah. I'm, I hate uh, that for you. <laughs> so you're sitting on your couch, uh, taking a break? I guess. I guess today does feel like light and beautiful. So I'm, I'm glad to be talking to you. I'm so happy to be talking to you too. So you're at home then obviously. And uh, what do you do then when you finally have some, some time to breathe? What's the first thing you, you're like, God, I really miss. My this. dog, my dog, you're my dog. Um, yeah, my dog. He's uh, my priority as soon as um, we're off stage. <laughs> So uh been spending time with my dog and then um just because you know our our breaks are between shows, it's um it's nice to be home and writing um when not performing. What kind of dog do you have and what's their name? He his name is Weenie and he is a weenie mix. He's like a golden retriever with like two inch legs. Oh, do you live in yeah. an apartment or do you live in a house? I'm in a, I'm in an apartment. Yeah, I, I am too. And I'm thinking about getting a dog. I don't have a dog. I've actually never owned a dog. Um, but my wow. girlfriend has a dog. It's a Frenchie. I, I was going to ask, I was going to ask, um, yeah. if that was your, okay, well, that's beautiful. I love those dogs so much. I always hey, feel like anytime I see one on the street, I'm like, I stop a person. I'm like, can I please pet your dog, please? And they will probably never say no. Those dogs love attention. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll be real like high level on this, but there'll be times when you don't want a dog in the room and that dog insists on being in the room, in the worst I know it. I feel like my dog is like the most high maintenance person in my life. (laughs) That's unfair, but I permit it. This dog's name, the full name is Stella Bougie, if that tells you anything. Says it all. That's perfect. It fits perfectly. So you're getting some rest, 30 dates with Taylor Swift. That'll exhaust you. It's the most energizing thing I've ever done in my life. So I actually, I, I don't think it could ever get exhausting or tiring in any capacity. I'm just like every second that I'm lucky enough to be on her stage, it's like the best thing that's ever happened to me. And then every minute I get to watch her set, it's, it's somehow also the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I'm just learning as much as I can. And um, there's literally no better place to kind of like, watch someone crush it um and connect so intimately with 
literally 80,000 people in a stadium three times a week, every week. It's um, nuts. And she makes those stadiums feel so small and so intimate. And like she has a personal connection with every one of the audience. It's an Mm -hmm. art like I've never seen before. Yeah. I mean, every part of her show, I think it's the best tour in the world. I think it's the best show that's ever been put on. And she's um, like uh, just the most epic person I know. So, yeah. 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 Uh, This isn't going to be an entire interview about Taylor Swift. I want to talk about you and your songs and your songwriting. But what kind of advice has she given you? I know she's uh, co-written your album with you. Um, She's probably a very close friend of yours. We've uh, never actually written together. I I would kill and die to to write with her, but she's she. I feel like the the advice that she has given not just me, but truly like everyone who has listened to her music is that like there's such a um it's such a gift to others to be vulnerable and honest, and um I think especially it's 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 felt anytime she writes or sings about anything but I but I really do feel like there's this it's a real breakthrough when you're feeling you know when you're at the show and and experiencing it in person where you're like okay every single person who's here is truly screaming from the bottom of their hearts about these experiences that we've all had regardless of how you know painful and personal they might feel in the moment when you're going through them it's like we are so we, when we are honest with each other, we're just so much better for it. And I think, um, obviously as you, you know, for me, I think like there's, it can feel tricky when your personal life and your, you know, quote unquote work is, is so interconnected and, and kind of like intertwined. It's like, if you're writing about these personal experiences, how do you also stay protective of yourself and your energy and whatever, and the people in your life too, if you're writing about personal experiences. But I think there's kind of like, um, it's so valuable to others when you share. Um, and so I, yeah, one of the hundreds of things that I've learned from her over my lifetime so far. Uh, and good and rid- good riddance obviously uh, has to do with something personal that you, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. sounds like a breakup. Just going to be honest with you, sounds like a breakup. Um, <laughs> uh has that person uh is that person still in your life and do they they know that you have titled this after them um i have a lot of love for everyone that i kind of like write about in the project it's it's definitely not just about one person and it um often is kind of about like past versions of myself that Mm -hmm. i kind of stop recognizing and i think what i have always appreciated so much about music um in general but but really like storytelling and writing is that it's a place to be reflective and kind of thoughtful and and also like practicing accountability as I've gotten older you know in my songwriting is something that's been important for me um because I think naturally growing up I would always turn to writing as a place where like I could complain about my feelings or complain about people and kind of have this very one-sided narrative but recently I've wanted to kind of dig deeper and shine light on parts of myself that probably could have shown up better for someone else. And so, um, I think it's, it's all delicate and, um, but, but I do feel like the, uh, process of making something out of that place, um, has been really healthy and yeah, lots of love across the board kind of for 
not just, uh, you know, the other people that um, I write about, but uh, yeah, the ha- being softer towards yourself as well, I think is, is valuable. I love the line in, I know it won't work. I will love you until you resent me. I feel like I've lived that before, but explain your own perspective on that line and what that means to you. And yeah, um, you will love me until you resent me. I kind of felt like was this thing of like, uh, uh, if, if there's this relentless kind of, um, uh, desire to make someone aware of how you feel, um, if it's not reciprocated, then it just gets painful. Um, and I think it's, um, it's hard, man. It's really hard. It's hard to like receive and it's hard to give. And I think, um, something that I, yeah, was kind of circling the drain with a lot while writing the album. When you do sit down to write, um, Mm. do you sit down and go, I'm going to write a song now, or is there always sort of emotions and ideas bubbling up within yourself and you maybe make a note and then, you know, fill in the blanks later about the entire song. Uh, do you get this idea and you're like, I have to write this all right now. Uh, how does it work for you? How does the process work for you? It's always, I guess, a bit different. I, I journal, um, constantly. So I think there's kind of like this well of, uh, uh, memories and details that I tend to lean on when I feel inspired to write. But I, I do feel like every time I've written something that I, I genuinely love and care about, it doesn't come from like a, I'm, I have an hour, so I want to try and write something. There's kind of this, like, I am like very compelled by a feeling to write a song. And then it often happens kind of like a it just flows um and I wish that there were more like kind of methodical formula because it would make it easier to have uh more music every single day and I love that idea but um I do think like it it just uh it it often is just it's like oh I have to sit up immediately because if I don't write this down now like where is it gonna go you know kind of like cast something in the air a little yeah, if, if this may be a difficult question, but when people listen to this album, what do you want them to learn about you? What's the main thing you want them to take away from the experience of this album? Well, to me, the the album is like a bit of a departure from not just the music that I've made before, but but also from again kind of like these versions of myself I think there's kind of like um a different awareness in this album that I that I wasn't able to access previously or wasn't curious enough to until recently and and I think um I love that about it because I guess I hope for anyone who listens you know yes they could make it about me if they wanted to go there but I really just think any kind of art is always best when you like can connect it to your own life and I and I think I wanted to write an album that made it okay to walk away from something if you feel like you have to for yourself or kind of prioritizing um like 
personal evolution over somebody else's comfortability. Um, and, uh, you know, the last song on the record is called Right Now. And that song to me, um, I wrote it while I was on the road and kind of in all of these new environments with new people feeling, you know, physically maybe sort of out of place, but also like the most at home that I could ever have imagined myself being. And so this shedding old skin and and finding yourself present where you are, like it feels like a hopeful kind of silver lining amidst change and like surrendering to change is I think something that I only recently have been excited by rather than afraid of. Um, so hopefully listeners, you know, get some of that. <laughs> what, what you have is such a gift. It's really one that I wish I had. Um, we all need to find whatever healthy outlet we can for our emotions. And you certainly have found yours. Uh, how many mm-hmm. songs were written for the album that didn't make it? A lot, but I also kind of, Aaron, Aaron and I, when we were making it, we were like, it kind of became clear to us a little bit when we started writing the next thing. We, cause we could go, you know, all day, every day making songs together. Like it just happens so quickly and it's so fun and it's so natural and like challenging and all the best way. Like it's, it's just the best thing of all time. Like it is so fulfilling. Um, so so it's hard for us to stop. So we would be like technically trying to like finish, trying to finish the record, but we would be making more. And I kind of like would get so excited by these new things, but we, it it was kind of equally um, clear to us both that like this music feels just a feeling. It's a feeling, but it's like, it feels like this is for something new, something different. You sort of like- has, Has there ever been a song that you wrote where, where your feelings were just coming out you know, through your emotions into the pen, onto the paper. And then later you said, you know what? That's a little too raw. That's a little too close for comfort. Maybe I don't need to open up quite that much. <laughs> like, no, those songs go on the projects. Yeah. yeah those have, those go on that project. Um, I definitely would yourself? say it in the room. I'm like, oh shit. I don't think I can put this out. And he's like, like quickly get over yourself like quickly you know what I mean I'm like right 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 so after you know I think there was kind of like working with someone as kind of rare and special as Aaron is there was like a uh, kind of confidence that I gained through um having a collaborator who trusted me so wholly and um who makes you feel good at what you do and bring to the table. And there's kind of like a lack of um, something that I, I do think works for people, but it can be, I've felt like restrictive where there's this kind of like, okay, here's a pop song and there's a formula to it. And you, and, and this felt this space to create felt so free of any boundaries or walls or, you know, tricks to kind of like what's the earworm which of course it's like that's fucking amazing it's how people have number one hits that's like that is so i i i want to you know i want to find a version of that that like makes sense for me but right now i think to in this space that i was in especially at that time like to have a a place that felt like such a safe landing pad and almost like, like this 
anything could come up and it could be something like nothing felt like it was ever getting shot down. Everything felt like it had room to live and breathe. And that was really special. Um, and so I think it allowed for real processing in, in real time. Um, yeah. So all of the overly personal information just made its way <laughs> onto the record. Well, if that doesn't make you excited to listen to the record, nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your vulnerability and, and your energy and your time. And of course, your music. It means so wow. much to us. And uh, mm-hmm. it just means a lot to us. You've spent some time with us on open house party. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you so Pleasure much for having you. me. So nice to meet you. Thank you for everything. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.